I like the new tone that's being set by the Sunshine Buddies being champions of this show. Hi, buddy. How you doing today? Doing great, champ. How are you doing? Fantastic, champ. I'm very excited for this show. Great job on that coin flip, champ. Appreciate it, champ. I can't wait for you to take over, though. It's extra special because I picked it out, so he chose it just for me, and it was nice. You know, that's what buddies do. I was originally intending to get a full-size couch, but I got a love seat instead. All right, before I drown in the saccharine here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the One Fall Show. I am your host, Chuck Bean. I am joined by, uh, well, I'm joined by four panelists this week because we're doing some tag team action in a show that is part wrestling discussion and part game show. I am joined, let me go around the room and introduce you guys, by one half of the Mankind with PMS tag team champions, Ms. Erica Bennis. Every time you say the tag team title name, it's it still just tickles me. And I came up with the name. Like you'd think I would be like over it by now. Nope, still funny. <laughs> Laughing at your own jokes. Yeah. Uh, her tag team partner this week and our special guest, somebody that I am increasingly familiar with, my wife, Miss Acronym Amy Cooper. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Amy. Oh, you know, I, I'm hoping I can contribute as much as everyone else does, but you may run into me pulling a Sean and saying, you know what? I'm a little too high for this check. Well, that's his gimmick. <laughs> so I don't know if he's going to be real cool with you stealing it, but we will have to uh, find out going against them this week. We've got a team that listeners of the one fall show are very familiar with. And that is the sunshine buddies starting off with one half of the sunshine buddies, Mr. Shawnee constant. Hey, everybody. How is it going? Especially champ. How are you doing? It is good to be with the sunshine buddies. I missed you, champ. I missed teaming with you, I should say. Very good to hear your voice. And the other voice you hear, of course, is the other half of the sunshine buddies, as well as our current uh, heavyweight champion. What did you rename the title to again, Justin? Didn't I lose that title? Did you? I thought uh, you were still. I, it was the Big Ray of Sunshine Championship. You know what? You're right. Nate did take it off your hands last week. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it back if you want me to have it back. And he did not change the name of the title. No. It is still Nate has that Ray of Sunshine right now, and let's hope it's warming <laughs> big, his spirit wherever he is. Uh, you know what? I'm sure it is. I, I, I do want to throw out there to everybody, happy holidays. It's officially the holiday season. November 1st, the day we're recording this. It's Christmas. That's why I've been yelling around. It's snow today. Happy holidays. You know, I'm a little tired of Santa pushing his fat ass into Thanksgiving. Okay? Like, let's let the turkey have a moment. In my mind, it's all just one big thing. It's all one big happy holiday. It's all one big ray of sunshine. You know what I'm saying? You would be a holiday guy. That totally I makes know. sense. I champ. still am. Champ, champ. Let's not fight yes, amongst champ. each other. We're all champs here. That's fair. That wasn't even a fight. It was, I, I mean, it, I'm stating in the obvious. It's not the obvious, but it's okay. Well, let's get to the news of the week as far as wrestling is concerned. As I said earlier, the show you're about to listen to is one part wrestling discussion and one part game show. What, how it goes is we have three different rounds consisting of three questions. These questions are worth 
one point, two points, and three points respectively, followed by a final fall round. And because we have four people, it will be conducted under tag team rules, which means one of you, uh, each each team will have a active competitor, and if they don't know the answer, they are allowed to tag out uh, and and uh, to somebody who may know the answer on their team. All right, y'all. We're starting with our mankind with PMS champions, which is, of course, Erica and uh, and Amy. Who is your active competitor before we get started? Oh, I, I guess it's me, um, uh, Amy. I think uh, we're going to start off with uh, the AEW NXT category. Is that cool with you? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So uh, it, it was quite a week for both AEW and NXT, but we'll start with AEW. Uh, our first question is uh, talks about them continuing to set up for full gear with semifinals matches this week, fiery promos, and a town hall meeting with MJF and the Inner Circle. While almost everybody in the Inner Circle are against MJF joining the team, what one member seems kind of okay with it? Oh, um... I feel like Jericho's an obvious answer. Um, oh, wait, no. Um, I think it's Santana. That is correct. Santana, the one member of the inner circle that seems pretty okay with uh, adding MJF to the uh, inner circle. How do we all feel about this uh, this week's AEW? I thought those semifinals matches were amazing. Yeah, those were outstanding as as expected. Um, and I think we kind of, you know, touched on this. You know, it, it it seemed rather obvious that they were going to build to Kenny and Hangman at full gear, which is happening next Saturday. And I, I who knows what how they're gonna build that. I have no idea. You know, obviously Kenny's going full cleaner again, which is always fun for me. Uh, I can't speak on behalf of anyone else how they feel about Omega being a heel again. Uh, but I, it's just another, another match that I'm looking forward to, uh, at full gear. Uh, November 7th is going to be a busy ass day because I think, uh, power struggle is that day as well. Um, not that this has anything to do with wrestling, but the rock and roll hall of fame induction special is that day. So I'm going to have to like work and cover my beat and also keep an eye on wrestling. So it's, there's a lot going on November 7th. You know what? The, the build, and we've talked about in recent weeks about the storytelling in AEW, and I think the wrestlers themselves with the matches, the promos, and the segments are doing a phenomenal job of building up this pay-per-view. Watching the show, I, I, I think, and at least for me personally, I found where my issue is when it comes to the storytelling. It's the announce team. Nothing against yeah. them individually, but they treat each match as if it's way back when, when AEW was only once every blue moon and they have to reintroduce each superstar to us. And they spend the entire match telling us about their background, about their moveset, about their size and about this, instead of debating about the story that they're currently in. I, you don't hear any debate about should MJF be in the group? Should Jericho let them in? You know, who's should be world champion? Who should win? Who's winning this tournament? Whatever. It's all about just, it's almost as if they're treating it as if we're watching these guys uh, wrestle for the first time ever. And they spent in every single match, no matter who's in it, that's all they do. They need to focus more on selling the story, debate about the story, have one guy take one side and one guy take the other. That's something that the WWE announced team has that they just don't. And it takes away from the storytelling. But when it comes to the actual wrestlers in the show, phenomenal job of putting on this uh, or setting up this pay-per-view, I should say. 
I'm really looking forward to the pay-per-view. I'm just sitting that, that I think that was an excellent point. Um, sunshine buddies, uh, schmaltzery aside champ. Uh, I think that was, that was a really good point. I'm, I'm processing that. All right. So you one point for, uh, the mankind with PMS champion. So let's move forward with our AEW and, uh, NXT Wednesday night war category. Talking about the, uh, NXT side of things. NXT's Halloween havoc featured some absolutely brutal matches a very meandering promo from Pat McAfee and a title change, but most importantly, a bunch of amazing Halloween costumes for one point each name, any two superstars and their Halloween costumes from NXT this week. Oh, uh, I believe I'm going to pass <laughs> hand this one off to Amy who is waving her arms like, those <laughs> like a crazy person. I'm like, I know this. I know this. Johnny Gargano was dressed as Jack Skellington and his wife, his wife was dressed as Sally. That is correct. So uh, two more points on the board for you guys. We already uh, kind of glossed over how AEW worked. What did you guys think of Halloween Havoc? Because I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Honestly, like I had a lot of fun watching what segments I did see. I didn't see the whole thing, but I liked all the costumes. I love seeing Shotzi clearly in her element <laughs> hosting. I, I was a little offended that Johnny Gargano slit a pumpkin in half, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> no i mean it was just good it was just good fun and i and you know i i with nate not being here it's it's so weird for me to be like it was fun hooray and then having him not like totally rain on my parade just be like no i don't want any fun at all it was the worst uh, thing in wrestling yes uh all you know all due respect to nate uh <laughs> but yeah it, it, it but it yeah it was just it was just fun so wrestling is just silly and good fun. And I'm sorry, we're all in dire need of fun nowadays. As much fun as we can get. So I, I thought the show was fantastic. I think I actually said when we were watching it that Nate would hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was the perfect mix of fun, but also great wrestling, great storytelling. Like it wasn't too much of either. You know, you were able to mix it in. I thought Shotzi did a fan. She is so great. I love her. She did a phenomenal job. I think it was the perfect mix. It was a great show. I'm glad you enjoyed it so much, Champ Champ. I did not get to see it, and I kind of I, I feel like my childhood uh, sense of joy has been that that was the, the final moment where I realized that it was depleted because I was kind of looking forward to it, and uh, now the holiday's over, and I have nothing to look forward to other than Santa Jaws, which is a uh, zero budget movie I've learned exists. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend if you get the opportunity to go back uh, and see it. There's a fantastic backstage segment where Drake Maverick is Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and he convinces yes. Killian Dane to be the Shockmaster, and yes. uh, that was fun. And the matches themselves too, <laughs> like every single match is very, as they put it in the business, snug. Like the hits look legitimately brutal, mm -hmm. uh, even mm -hmm. in, the, in the women's matches and in the men's matches. And it's uh, yeah. it's, it's good show, it's good wrestling. So uh, one of the review shows I watched was going on and on about the women's championship match. Was it as good as all that? I mean, do you guys think it was a great match? I think so. Great. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was a bigger fan of Rhea Ripley and um, I can't remember her opponent's name, but I they, Raquel, were, Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, correctly. Uh, I thought they put on a real banger. Those guys look like they were just beating the crap out of each other. But every match, uh, even even Dexter Loomis and uh, the guy who's taking it to the moon was was amazing. Camera Grimes. Camera Grimes. Camera Grimes going to the moon. 
Fly me to the moon, Chuck. I cannot get behind that guy. I cannot me get behind neither. that guy. Me neither. I can't. I can't. I'm like, I, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. I don't. When he showed up, I was like, oh, we're doing this again? It's this guy? They're still trying to make this guy happen? I, I will say, yeah. though, I did like the zombies. Because I feel like we were trying, we were sitting there trying to figure out who the zombies were, and I feel like it was Caden and um, Katie, cats, Casey. Cat, Casey. Yeah. There you go, there you go. I think it was them because of the way that the zombie fell out of the tub. I was like, yeah. "There's no way that's not her." <laughs> yeah. I, I think my issue with Cameron Grimes is his his whole character is something you normally see in a jobber. And they're trying yeah. to sell him as a legitimate part of the storyline. So it's tough to take him seriously when he's winning matches and going after legit names. And he's just so over-the-top cartoonish from the shiny leather hat to the real big accent and all the catchphrases. Uh, he's, he's, he's a tough sell for me as well. I'd be yeah. interested to have this conversation again when uh, – when, 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 um, fucking nate hato over there uh, i i i bet he likes cameron grimes i'm interested in hearing his uh, his opinion on it because i think that maybe you have something to is different than our opinions you know i'm not trying to to fluff the ego of the sunshine buddies but justin is on point with all of these analysis this week so kudos <laughs> to you well, I, th- I appreciate that. Thank oh, you. Oh, great. Now See, everyone on the show is complimenting listen, each other. It's, listen, it's like we have the big ray of sunshine in the room with us right now. Even though it's with <sighs> Nate, wherever, we have it. It's because it's the holiday season, guys. Oh, God. All right. All right. Let's 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 keep it moving here. We've got one more question in our Wednesday Night War. Uh, Amy, uh, you can obviously tag out to um, Erica if you don't know this one. However, a couple of uh, AEW <laughs> superstars. Yeah, way to, way to undersell me. <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck you, man. In case you don't know this question, in case you don't know this question, you can pass it to Erica. Watch, now I'm not going to know the answer and I'm going to feel like an Uh, asshole, but, you know. No, that was great. That was great. Might as well just ask Erica the question. I hate when mom and dad fight in front of the kids. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris Jericho, Evil Uno, and John Silver all had interactions on Twitter this week with what fast food chain after somebody asked for a birthday shout out? Oh, God damn it. I don't know. Erica, you got any call? Oh, man, this, I'm, I'm trying to think of like... If you, if you don't know, I'm going to make a guess. I don't... I, I, have a, I have a good idea of what it could be. Okay, I don't just, know for sure. All right. Well, here. I mean, are we allowed to deliberate and then submit an answer? So they, so they get we're, no five second rule. Yeah, I mean, it's roughly five seconds. Yeah, yeah. Go, Erica. Just... Roughly, roughly five seconds. Those of you listening to the podcast right now, you have a little timer. Please tell me that was roughly <laughs> five seconds. It was probably twenty. Uh, just go for it, Erica. <laughs> was it Wendy's? That's correct. It was. That, oh my God. that was my guess. That was literally my guess. So cool. <laughs> yeah. After uh, after somebody asked Chris Jericho and Wendy's for a birthday shout out, uh, Wendy's re- uh, retweeted it and asked Chris Jericho if they were asking the Wendy's to join the inner circle. And then Evil Uno asked Wendy's to join the uh, Dark Order. Kind of a fun little uh, interaction. That was literally a, a guess. Yeah, that was the correct answer for three points. Uh, Chris Jericho and uh, and Wendy's shouting somebody out for a happy birthday 
And then uh, Wendy's, when they realized it was Chris Jericho that had retweeted them, asked, are you asking us to join the inner circle? Which is when Evil Uno over the Dark Order uh, chimed in and decided to invite Wendy's to be a part of the inner circle. What do you think the Exalted One's Wendy's order is? Ooh, great question. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like Spicy nuggets. Yeah, that, spicy nuggets and a frosty, or a That's baconator. I feel I feel like a baconator, uh, like like a, a real thick one. Like, what's that secret sandwich on the Wendy's menu where they? It's basically like a pound of meat. They call it the cube. I feel like the exalted oh. one. Would oh get a yeah, probably. I was gonna say a four for four, but with the the baconator and the chicken nuggets and the frosty and the fries. <laughs> This is the first time hearing about this cube thing. What the fuck is going on? A cube? <laughs> How have you not heard about Sean's like, I want that. <laughs> He's at Wendy's right now grub-hugging it. <laughs> I want the cube. Yeah, it's it's four patties. Uh, and because they're all square, they they have square patties, and they stack them up. It looks like a cube. So they, I think they, I think it's called like just a cube. <laughs> like get a cube of like yeah. It's the Hellraiser puzzle box of hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned Shawnee yelling at the drive-thru screen, I want the cube of meat. <laughs> Give what me the cube. Hell no, the cube of meat. The one that Erica's always talking about, the cube. <laughs> <laughs> you guys listen to the show, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, at the end of the first round, the champs coming out strong with six points, answering all three questions correctly, which means the Sunshine Buddies now get their opportunity to steal the board and hopefully get themselves on it. Uh, Shawnee, Justin, who's your active competitor to start the uh, second round? Oh, the last time we tried to do this, I took the lead and it was a questionable decision. We're not going to make that same mistake again today, Chuck. So I'm going to. Shawnee? Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, your, your mic cut out. I'm sorry. What were you mind? saying? I, I was saying that this time I think we're going to have to let the real champ. Shawnee, we're still losing take you. the lead. Yeah, we after real we champ, we, we lost you. Um, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, we're going to let Justin, the real champ of the Sunshine Buddies, take the lead this time. All right. Sounds good. I Justin, pre- I appreciate that, champ. You got the news and notes from around the ring, and of course, you've got the uh, the SmackDown, Smacked Raw, Thunderground, Underdome category. Where do you want to go? You're going back to the Smacked Raw name. I see it. You like it? I know. Smacked Raw. Just just own it. All right. Let's talk about Mondays and Friday nights, as well as uh, Hell in a Cell, which uh, happened last Sunday. So another WWE superstar this week has misplaced their first name. Who was it, and what is the reported reason for the change? Do I need both to get the full answer? Uh, you can just tell know who me it who it was. was. You can get an additional point if you can tell me why they changed his name. Uh, Champ, I, do you have the reason? I have the person. Do you have the reason? No, I have no idea. All right, well, it's Matt Riddle. Is now Riddle. I just I don't have the reason. Yes. Yes, he is, and uh, what a ridiculous change. <laughs> I mean, do do Amy and I get the opportunity to get the extra point because I know the reason why they made the change? Sure. Why did you? Why why did they make the change? They made the change due to his current lawsuit uh, involving uh, 
uh, accusations against uh, involving uh, sexual assault and whatnot. They didn't want people to Google his name and then have all of these news stories about him being, you know, potentially a bad guy. Can we just fire him instead? Please. Let's just get rid of him already. I don't need to see him Uh, or his tight shorts or his bare feet or just his gross broness. I don't care if he smokes weed. Get him out of here. (laughs) Honestly, the weed is the least of his problems right now. I know that. I'm just going with my stoner gimmick over here and saying, like, I don't care. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kayfabe, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Look, first of all, I didn't know the reason before. And I thought this was dumb from the beginning. Like, this just doesn't – it doesn't flow. It doesn't sound good. Nothing. You add the reason in. As if the internet isn't smart enough – that if you just type in Riddle WWE, Matt Riddle is still going to come up along with the fact that he's a douchebag outside of WWE. Like Amy just said, get rid of him. You can see they don't want to give him a push because they keep having him taking L's on both SmackDown and Raw, and that's fine, but just take him off the damn roster. Get rid of him, have him go figure out, because here's what, not to play the role of stereotypes, but that's the way this world works. The fact that his character is a bro doesn't help any of this at all. He plays the role of the most hated guy in the locker room on TV. And you have him dealing with these issues in real life. Get him out of here. Just get rid of it. Yeah, there's nobody in professional wrestling that disappoints me more than Matt Riddle. I mean, he was a long-term project for WWE, and I was watching him perform, you know, at the Evolve shows. Uh, his interaction with the fans is really, really charming. It plays right into his kayfabe. Um, he was very endearing in that way, and these allegations are uh, ugly as hell. And it sounds like even if, let's say his side of the story is 100% correct, the the things that we've heard around the story suggest that he's a colossal dick. And um, it's just so sad. He and uh, Velveteen Dream actually are two guys that really took the joy of being a wrestling fan out from under me because I had sort of captured some lightning in the bottle with some of that childhood shit. The way Justin explained it just now it just made me realize while vince mcmahon doesn't understand how seo works and and okay i know you didn't laugh at that joke but content creators love that joke god i was laughing i was laughing i was just on mute and that was my thought i was like well it's still gonna be on my thing and every time that somebody references him after the fact as you're a writer They go, Riddle said blah, 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 blah. We don't sit there and say Matt Riddle every time. So you're just screwed. Yeah. So I just like the fact they're like, if we take away his first name, Google's not going to recognize it. It's like, that's not how SEO works, bitch. I just assume that it was for trademark reasons. They can trademark Riddle. And they can also give him a really shitty Batman villain gimmick now. So that's (laughs) nice. That was the other thing. If that was to happen. I was like, is is DC in within rights to question this? Because Riddle and Riddler are very close. Only Ooh, if he I starts like wearing that. a green bodysuit with question marks all over it. That's yeah. That would be better than the shorts and the bare feet, though. Oh, you say that now, but you haven't seen it yet. Oh man, 
They're probably going to change this whole gimmick, man. This is going to be awkward as hell. Continue. I'm sorry. No problem. Uh, you guys still have control of the board as we move on to our second question in the Thunderground Underdome uh, category. Smackdown. Smackdown. So, uh, Hell in a Cell come and gone this past weekend, and uh, two new champs crowned during the event. For one point each, Justin, who were they? It was too long ago. Sasha Banks is SmackDown Women's Champion, which I love, and um, Randy Orton is Universal Champion. That is correct. Uh, what did you guys think of Hell in a Cell? I was very surprised they opened it with uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. I thought that would be the closer because it had the most emotional impact, but uh, there were some high points. I thought, it, I mean, listen, we, we were joking leading into the pay-per-view last week. There was only, what, four or five matches booked. Um, the build to it, at least when it comes to being a pay-per-view, wasn't great, but I thought them opening up and actually moving forward with storylines made the show really great. I, I actually love Randy Orton winning. I love Sasha Banks winning. I love the finish of the Roman Reigns match. So I thought the fact that it wasn't as boring as it looked that it was going to be, and he spiced it up a little bit, some title changes. Uh, I thought, like, again, the I Quit match, um, it was a clever way to end that without anyone looking weak. I thought it was great. I loved it, at least compared to expectations going in. I had a little bit higher expectations going in, and it exceeded mine, too. I, I really enjoyed I thought it was, just as everybody else, I thought it was shocking that Roman Reigns was opening the show. It was, like, the first time I was actually interested in a Roman Reigns as a headliner and he's opening the show. I actually liked that. They did that. I liked that, that match a lot, a little long, uh, but I mean, in terms of long-term storytelling, you're going to be able to edit that. And we're going to be seeing that a lot over the next couple of years. And I'm, I'm fine with it. Cause I think they did some great work in there. And, uh, it turns out that I just don't ever care about whatever the big title is because I fell asleep during Orton and McIntyre, just like I used to fall asleep during Roman and Bork. Okay, so I know we may have touched on this before, or at least maybe in a past life uh, in when I used to be on Nerd Radio, um, but I feel like the WWE has really gone into a bad habit of having terrible builds for shows, like on a almost regular basis, but having those shows be good. I can't quite tell if the shows are good anymore or if my expectations have just been like ruined because weekly programming has been so inconsistent, you know, and, and once again, going into hell in a cell, I had just nothing. I was just like, well, I'm going to watch this because I got a program to talk about. Uh, so I'm just going to go in there and do my thing. And I'm and I and I wasn't disappointed, but like I would love, I would love to watch a WWE pay per view, and be like, I can't fucking wait for this. I haven't felt that way in a very long time, and I really don't count like going into this year's WrestleMania as like being really jazzed for it. I was more intrigued of like, well, how are they going to do this during the pandemic and, and whatnot? So I really don't. That doesn't really play into it, but I just. I just want to I want to be excited about wrestling because if I'm not excited about wrestling why am I watching this shit? Why am I wasting my time? So yeah, I would just like good builds to things and payoffs to be good and I don't think I'm asking for much. I feel like um I think I enjoyed watching Randy Orton talk about The Undertaker more than I did Hell in a Cell. And that's really saying something. Like I I walked out 
having more respect for Randy Orton, but did not give a flying fuck about Sasha Banks and Bailey. I don't care about this, this Jimmy J Roman thing, because I feel like I already saw the end of the good parts of that. When Roman won the first time, I was, I was not invested as soon as he won that. And in this whole thing with Paul Heyman, I'm just over it. I I'm over Paul Heyman in general. So I just watching it. I didn't really get too much out of it. I like Drew McIntyre as a uh, champion and I like he had enough of a good run this time around, but it's just it it just seems like they kind of gave that to Randy at this point. I don't feel like he earned that. Amy bringing the dark cloud. We usually have Nate around for. All right. I know. I know. All right. So uh, you guys got two of the three questions so far, Sunshine Buddies. Let's see if you can round out the third one here. While we're talking about matches that uh, happened at Hell in the Cell, Jeff Hardy and Elias continued their feud this week with a singles match at Hell in the Cell and then interfering in each other's or after each other's qualifying matches for Survivor Series. For three points, what is the current guitar shot count in this feud? Jesus. Jesus. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Your damn questions. Um, Hold on. You can tell you were not prepared for that. All right, can I ask a a question? Does the attempted guitar shot that hit the microphone during the concert count? It does not. Three. Four. Uh, Four. Four. Okay. Who's got how many shots? Uh, Oh, Oh, it's two-two. It is two to two. Elias and Jeff Hardy have each hit. Well done, champ. Damn questions, man. Uh, The only talking point I have for this particular question, I I wanted to put this question in because I knew it would be a little bit difficult, and I'm the only person paying attention to how many times people are going to hit with guitars because it makes me laugh. Uh, But my only talking point is in here is can we get a uh, a match at the end of this for the Al Kabong champion? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Except we can't have anyone swinging from the rafters, Chuck. That doesn't end well. No. Oh, God. God. Okay. Dark uh, and fair. Man. And you guys thought I was dark. I know. No shit. Oof, I don't know how to follow that. Um Kabong. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. it. Well, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's about it. I'm just gonna start yelling Dick Togo every time somebody says something weird, because I know we'll all laugh and it'll be a palate cleanser. So Dick and we'll, Togo. And we'll yes, move on. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, at the end of our second round, uh, the Sunshine Buddies sitting with six points, while the uh, champs, which, if I'm if my notes are correct, are the unpronounceable symbol of technical difficulties. Erica and Amy uh, are sitting at seven because Erica scooped that extra point out during that round. So we're moving on to the third round, which is our news and notes from around the ring. Sunshine Buddies, you still uh, maintain control of the board by one point. Uh, who's the active uh, competitor going into this one? Shawnee, you want to take over or you want me to stick on? Well, it's a one-point question, and I'm feeling pretty good. Let's let's. I'm going to take the shot, okay? You got it, champ. I have all the faith in you. All right. Line up that softball, Chuck. You got it. Okay, so for our news and notes from around the ring, of course, you guys know I got to talk about Impact Wrestling. Heath Slater confirmed on Instagram that uh, his injury – uh, which was in- initially thought to be a severe hernia, is now officially been diagnosed as a partially torn abductator muscle. 
and a slight tear in his groin. He says he won't need surgery, but uh, he is going to be in pain for a while. For one point, name the follow-up to the Spin Doctor's multi-platinum pocket full of kryptonite. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Aren't you glad you took over? I mean, I mean, does Sean know it? I feel like Sean should know it. I feel if anyone would know it, it would be me, but I have fucking no idea. I went and saw them in 1993, 1992, based on uh, their multi-platinum selling <laughs> pocket full of kryptonite, but nobody fucking played their follow-up. They were never heard from again. I was shocked to see when I was driving through mid-America that they were playing at some strange outpost casino in 2016 i thought well that's nice they're still alive but who goes to see two fucking songs at a casino in the middle of nowhere come on can we get hold on can we give a point for that background story i I, look, I'm sorry. If you guys are getting a, a bonus point for that. That was a great story. Yeah. A great story. I, I honestly have to agree with them, Erica. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd like to tag my partner, Chuck. Uh, don't tag me. I don't want nothing to do with this question. <laughs> that was what I'm I asked, on. by the way, was what... I'm, I'm on. <laughs> the title of last episode last week should have been you kids in your spin doctor's music. That's what I thought it was. Well, that's that's what I got out of that conversation. It's apparently uh, if I skewed the st- the question more towards the you know the music of today than the music of 1962, <laughs> that uh, you guys are being much more on board. God damn it! You're working in cahoots with that damn Nate, and I don't like it yeah. one bit. Not at all. Listen, I, I love you. I love you, Champ. But I'm on the I'm on the steps right now. I'm not, I didn't hop off the apron. But I'm on the steps. I want nothing to do with this this question. All right, I'm going to take a crack at it. Was it uh, the Spin Doctor's greatest hits, Chuck? <laughs> Unfortunately, it was not. That didn't come for another couple of albums. So let's kick it over to the uh, to the ladies. Do you guys uh, do you guys have an answer for this one? No. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, the answer is obviously Farmer Burns' big ass neck. So. <laughs> <laughs> the one time Shawnee doesn't say it. Someone had to, and he and he whiffed. So I'm like, well, this is my turn. I gotta take this up. <laughs> no, unfortunately, the answer was turn it upside down for those of you spin doctors fans in the crowd that were screaming at your podcast. So, uh, now, right, what, what's your talking point on this one? <laughs> <laughs> How sad is it? There, there is. Two princes, okay, and they adore you. But one of the princes, he doesn't have anything in his pocket. The other one has something with rockets. I forget what, though. So that's the talking point. <laughs> the talking point is uh, poor Heath Slater, man. He was uh, just on, oh, the, yeah. on the cusp of really, you know, he was going to be a big thing in Impact, and now he's uh, he's going to have to be on the shelf for a little while. Damn, yeah. so close to being a big thing on Impact. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> Uh, his poor children look, his poor children look talk about a prince that that he's slater one of two princes uh, the other prince rhino obviously, <laughs> obviously. obviously. 
that was me taking that one for a walk, seeing where I went with it. it Erica, Erica, Erica created a better talking point than Chuck did out of that question. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, well, let's move on then. Uh, nobody getting the first point. So let's move on to our two-point question. Also about two uh, points. Well, fuck you guys. We're moving on. <laughs> Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Uh, Tuesday night in Impact, there, there was a hardcore Halloween match between Brian Myers and Tommy Dreamer. That same night on AEW Dark, there was a no disqualification match between Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon. In both matches, there were spots that were homages to Mick Foley's use of thumbtacks in his matches. For one point each, what did they have sacks of instead of thumbtacks? Uh, Justin and Sean, you guys have control. I have no Sean idea. Is- yeah, I nothing. All right. How about uh, how about you, ladies? Um, I know one of them was uh, well. It was a mixture of candy corn and thumbtacks. That's correct. I know that was one of them. What was the other one? Uh, Brandon Cutler had a sack of polyhedral dice. That fuck! I should have guessed that. I should have known. Shit. So uh, you got at least one point for that one. Uh, I'm honestly usually not a watcher of AEW Dark. However, uh, when I saw that that was a thing that was happening, I had to go back and check it out. Do any Does anybody on the panel typically watch AEW Dark? Uh, I just see the results at the bottom. I'll, I mean, I'll watch it on occasion, and I think I think maybe we touched on this last week, or, or once again, I'm starting to dream recording this podcast <laughs> with you all, which is... But poo, that might I might have a problem. But like yeah. dark is starting to get way too long. It's too much. Like dark shouldn't be over two hours. And it's two hours without commercials. Like, holy balls. Who has yeah. time to watch that many matches without commercials? It's just it's a lot. Like it should be a it should be a tight hour, um, maybe an hour and a half if you got some really good shit. Uh, but it's it's just a lot. This shows how much I don't know about AEW. What is AEW Dark? Is that like 205 Live for AEW? Um, it's kind of like uh, their version of Main Event, where it's it's on, it's on YouTube. It, it airs on YouTube on Tuesday nights. And it's it's their dark matches, you know, the stuff that doesn't gotcha. make television. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, okay. it's, like occasionally you'll have some good stuff, but it's just, just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, lately. I've always. I've always wondered that because I see the results at the bottom on Dynamite. It's a lot of matches. Like when they're going through the results, I'm like, I've always thought, like, how long is this damn show? But yeah, no, that's that's way too much. I'll never give that the time. Also, I want to give uh, Erica a shout out for retweeting Impact Wrestling's main event, essentially, which was the marriage of Rosemary and Johnny Bravo, which ended in a murder. It was the goddamn funniest thing. Okay, so Eric and I are watching it. And and what was kind of... Because obviously, look, we all know that weddings in wrestling uh, famously go awry. And during the, yeah. the wedding service, there were multiple points where, like, after, like, a part, like, everyone would hold and be like, okay, that went off without a hitch. Okay, and they were kind of bl- playing into that gimmick of, like, everything's going too well. Everything's going too well. And then murder... Um, and I laughed my tits off. It was like when, when Tommy dreamer, you know, got into the ring and then, no, oh my God. Cause, and, and I explained this before and once again, Nate would have hated this, but uh, I hated that, it. I don't have to be with Nate, but <laughs> look, if you, if you know, it's a joke and you're in on the joke, 
It's just good fun. It it's not taking itself too seriously. I and the fact oh, you that don't think. Cut- <laughs> <laughs> no reason to get snotty about this. Okay, I'm sorry. We're, we're living in the end times. I want to laugh at the wrestling program. I'm sorry. What a bitch. Oh my god. Anyway, it's, it's like high school theater, and I get if you people dig it, I think it's cool because it is such a unique thing, but it's just so goofy. I have a, I don't hate it. I just have a, with with the nineteen hours of wrestling that we have to watch, I do have a hard time with that extra that extra Absolutely. hour of 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 dinner theater that they put on. Yeah, I'm all for being funny, but there's a line in my opinion. When it gets to like Shawnee just said, high school theaterish, uh, cheesy, goofy, whatever, and this was they jumped over the line and shot it down. So, gentlemen, when did, right. when did it happen? Now, when did it happen, gentlemen? When did the child inside of you die? I already <laughs> said it was when I missed fucking it's Halloween Havoc. Were you not listening to the show? <laughs> <laughs> Very specifically laid that out. I mean, honestly, it sounded like you lost it when you saw the spin doctors in the desert, but that's okay. Yeah, we got the whole. All right. Well, let's move on to our third and final question. Erica getting at least one point out of the two point question. So uh, you get this last one to solidify your lead going into our final fall. So we were treated to a bit of a surprise on uh, on AEW this week uh, with the new NWA women's champion. Uh, Serena Deeb, she showed up on Dynamite uh, one night after beating Thunder Rosa. Rumors immediately started that Rosa is headed to either AEW full-time or even to the WWE. But who clarified via Instagram that Rosa's NWA contract is in effect until 2021? Um, I I believe, uh, Amy, do you want me to take this one? Okay. I believe that was uh, one Mr. Billy Corrigan. Yes, it was. For uh, for three points there, um, obviously, uh, you know when they take the championship off of anybody, we've seen it in NXT. When somebody loses a championship, we immediately think, "Oh, well, they're moving up," kind of thing. I'm sure there's an obvious answer, but where would you guys ultimately like to see Thunder Rosa land? Selfishly, I want her in AEW, and and I know we touched on this before, where AEW needs a star to build its women division around. And Thunder Rosa is a star. And I think it's something that we all kind of agree on. And if you don't, we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> because she, she's she's fantastic. Uh, she's fantastic in the ring. She's fantastic as a promo. And she's only getting better. Uh, and I think that's what's kind of amazing. Is the fact that you know, she really doesn't have a ton of in-ring experience. But she's already so good. I hope she ends up in AEW. I think she'd get a better chance to shine and a better chance to really kind of be herself. I, and once again, selfishly don't want her to go to WWE because what are they going to do with her? What are, what are they going to do with yeah. her, her gimmick? They're, they're going to ruin it like they do with most things. See, I'm not even worried about WWE ruining her. I'm just, for her sake, she needs to go to AEW because there's already way too many women in, in, waiting in line in WWE, waiting in line in NXT. Impact even has a good women's division. We've talked about that. AEW has next to nothing. They don't know what the hell they're doing with their women's division. Even this week with you know Serena D randomly showing up and squashing a no-name that we haven't barely heard about in the past. I mean, it's just... They don't know. I I just it's 
mind-blowing to me. I don't expect them to be as good as other women's divisions, and you know, at least right away. But the lack of effort it seems like they put into that division on AEW blows my mind. And if she's going to have a chance to be a star, like Erica just said, she could be the one to turn that division around. And that makes her look amazing. If she could go there and all of a sudden that division is being taken seriously and they get some other good uh, stories going, other good superstars in there. So she needs to go to AEW for her own good. I agree entirely. Uh, One of the great things about her is that she tells her story on a daily basis on social media. It's a daily practice for her. This is like her life and we see it. And if you enter the WWE, that goes away. You're no longer in control of your own message. I mean, we literally had them pull all the Twitch channels, but even if that had not been the case, you're, you know, like Paige or you're like AJ Styles, you're telling your shoot story, but you're not telling your own story because your story is being written by WWE talent. And I think that that's a reason that we're losing you again, Shawnee Thunder Rosa. What's that? Your mic's cut out again. Oh shit. There's been a lot of weird spooky (laughs) bullshit happening around here, but I don't know why. Sorry. Let's move on. Yeah, not the good spooky bullshit that I enjoy. Is my dead great aunt haunting you too? Sounds like maybe he uh, unearthed something in the champion's bathroom at his house. Uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> so not talk about what happens in the champion's bathroom, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are at the end of three rounds, and uh, the Mankind with PMS champion sitting at 11 points, while the Sunshine Buddy is sitting at six. But of course, the final fall worth 10 points, which makes it anybody's game. Trying to figure out exactly how we will do this this week with our tag team rules. Um, I want each of you guys, before you know the question, to determine who will be answering for your team. At which point, uh, can we get which- some up? Can we get the category about like? what promotion or whatever it's about. I'm willing to give up that before you guys make the decision. Uh, we'll start yeah. with, we'll start with the sunshine buddies. Um, and I'll let both teams know. Uh, the final question is about major league wrestling MLW. Who? Wow. Shawnee. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I did not see any news on major league wrestling. So, I mean, I can take a shot. I think I know th- two people signed to that promotion. Okay, that's more than I got, so it's all you. All right, yeah, Sean, you'll be answering for these. You'll be answering for the Sunshine Buddies, and uh, on the other side, uh, I believe I heard Erica's name. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> all right, fair enough. So for both of you, I will give you the question, and then obviously you guys can uh, PM me the answer over Discord, which is what we're using to record here uh, for our final fall. The question is, Major League Wrestling began, began filming new episodes of Fusion last weekend. Uh, it's their first set of taping since COVID-19 happened back in March. According to Fightful Select, what 24-year-old piece of gold made a surprise appearance at these tapings? You guys go ahead and uh, send me your answers. In the meantime, I want to give a, a shout-out to Rosemary and Johnny Bravo for getting married, even uh, though he, he was murdered. And uh, Justin, is there anything while we're waiting for uh, for them to uh, throw me their answers? Anything we missed this week that you wanted to discuss? I want to bring up because I know I love everything about this Ro- Roman Reigns storyline. 
He is on top of his game. Um, I love the pairing of Paul Heyman with him, but I figured out something I dislike about what's going on with them. Paul Heyman is not needed there with the way he's being used. Everywhere else Paul Heyman has been, mostly Brock Lesnar, of course, he has been the mouthpiece. Not that I expect him to be as much of a mouthpiece. I like the fact that Roman's just not sitting back and just not saying a word. But I don't like that Paul Heyman's not – he's not doing anything. There's no point of him there. He's standing there. He hands Roman the mic, and then his job is done. And it, it, it makes him – his role look pointless, especially with knowing how good he is on the mic. I would at least like to see a mixture of Roman promo and Paul Heyman promo, not just Paul Heyman handing the mic to Roman and then standing in the background. That makes him pointless. I'm glad you brought that up because something that occurred to me this week during SmackDown is that I think Paul Heyman was a bridge to get Roman to the point where we, I think by the time the Usos are behind Roman Reigns as his army, we will no longer see Paul Heyman. And I think he was the bridge to get to that point. He was the initial eye mark for like, oh, he must be a bad guy because he's with Paul Heyman. Right, but I, I think you could still do that with the Usos and still have Paul be with Roman and just give Paul more of a speaking role. At least let him introduce Roman, cut a a, a 90 second promo and then hand the mic off to Roman. Something, something a little more. All right. Well, I do have answers from both teams. So uh, I am ready to uh, basically call this game as it is Uh, for the sunshine buddy. Shawnee constant answered as far as our question, which I will uh, read once again, major league wrestling began filming its new episodes of fusion this past weekend. And according to Fightful select, what 24 year old piece of gold made a surprise appearance at the tapings. Uh, Shawnee, you said muted trumpet, a golden trumpet uh, would have been very interesting at those tapings. However, not uh, the answer I was looking Th- for. This question is infuriating because I can see his entire WWE career in my head. Yeah. But I can't fucking think of his name. Right. Uh, Erica went a different route and actually said the NWA World Championship looking at actual gold. Uh, but that's not who I was talking about. I was talking about uh, a gimmick, which was the 24-year-old piece of gold, Leo Rush, who showed up at the uh, oh. NWA I did see him promoting something. He was at these MLW uh, tapings. So the 10 points for that, uh, that final fall goes to absolutely nobody, which means the score remains unchanged. And our final score for this week's one fall show sits at the uh, sunshine buddies at six points and the um, unpronounceable symbol of technical difficulties of Erica and Amy sitting at 11 (laughs) points, successfully defending their tag team titles. Yes. Hell yeah. All Congratulations, right. ladies. Happy holidays. Great job, champ champs. Great job. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. As is customary, we'll go around the room and uh, I will give everybody else the opportunity to cover anything that we didn't cover this week. Starting with you, Shawnee. Well, Chuck, uh, I wanted to say that this may have, sometimes it seems like Bro, we may need to get you a new mic. What is going on over there? Yeah, Mike. Yeah. How much time do I have left? Uh, still about forty-five seconds, but your mic keeps cutting in and out. My mic keeps cutting in and out. I guess. Uh, okay. Um, 
Well, uh, on Halloween, I got a little high, and I uh, sent $15 via Cameo to Danhausen, uh, the professional wrestler. Uh, he just got signed to ROH, by the way. Love that, Danhausen. Congratulations. Uh, but Dan I Housen. sort of um, – I have a confession to make. I asked him to promote the podcast, and it seemed, I, I may have breached um, etiquette, and I think that he has put a curse upon the uh, Champions Club. Uh, if you guys oh, would like no. to hear the audio here, I can play it for you. Um, but uh, at the end, he's pretty clearly unhappy. Yeah, let's hear that. Who is this? One fall show housing from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County, produced a podcast of some sort. Which Dan Housing must come on to this show. Who is it? Who is knocked on Dan Housing's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housing does not know this. Is Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Who knows? We shall see. One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housing into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Yes. So, um, yeah, sorry. I uh, I thought it would be fun to have uh, Dan Housen, uh one of the greatest professional wrestlers of our era, right, uh, nipping at the heels of Orange Cassidy, but um, instead I think I just broke my microphone. Well, that's unfortunate to hear, Shawnee. Hopefully we can get that fixed before next week's one fall show. Let's throw things over to our champs, starting with uh, Miss Erica Bennis. Erica, is there anything we, we didn't cover this week that you'd like to give a little shout-out to? Yeah, okay, so there was a really weird thing I came across. Triple uh, um, A in Mexico is partnering with Marvel, uh, and at Triple Mania 28, there's going to be like a weird like Marvel match where it's essentially going to be Spider-Man and Captain America versus Thanos and Venom. And depending on how well this is received, Marvel may get into the wrestling ring and start their own promotion, which I think is funny because isn't, and, and I, I'm stealing this point from Eric, by the way, uh, isn't wrestling already just live action comics? And now the comic people are getting into the wrestling, maybe getting into the wrestling business full time. I don't know. I just thought it was strange. I'm a little insulted that they went with Spider-Man and Captain America when Ben Grimm, the thing is right there and has a history as a professional wrestler in the comics. I know nothing about comics. I'll take your word for it. That sounds cool. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of really weird where they're like, we're going to partner with this uh, this promotion in Mexico and do some weird shit. Yeah, of so, all places. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Amy, as is customary, you got uh, 60 seconds on the clock. If there's anything that happened in wrestling this week that you would like to uh, talk about that we did not talk about this week. I'm going to take the moment to go back to kind of what I was saying earlier about Sasha and Bailey. I, I I know that my opinion is not going to get to many people, but what I feel is that they really need to start focusing on some of these other women that are in their roster. I'm so sick of seeing the same women doing stuff when you have people like um, you, you've got, uh, what's her face? Um, Naomi or Carmella and stuff like that. And there, there's people that 
are on these rosters that we don't see. And I get like, they're trying to change Carmela's gimmick now and stuff, but like, when are you actually going to put these people in a ring? Like, I don't need to see, um, God, what's the Southern one? Shit. Lacey Evans. Yeah, I don't need to see Lacey Evans for a long time. I don't need to see some of these same people over and over again. And how many times are we really going to give Nia Jax titles to hold when she can't even hold her partners? So that that's my argument. All right. Well, as always, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Let's uh, end things by saying where people can find you online, Amy. Uh, I am at Acronym Official on most social media sites. So if you Google Acronym Official, it'll come up. Erica? Uh, people could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. What about you, Justin? Uh, on social media at JV underscore sports underscore talk or JVSportsTalk.com. And here's the hoping your mic holds out for just a minute longer. Shawnee, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me running the One Fall Show Twitter page. You can find me on the Facebook group and also on the Talk Horror to Me podcast with Mr. Chuck Bean. And we do the uh, Super Universe, a highly modded WWE 2K19 with uh, that's spearheaded by Nate and, uh, and, and Will Cherry. And we get to be a part of that. And that's a lot of fun. You can find it on YouTube uh, on the One Fall Show channel. Thank you. $17 man out. Yes, and you can also find that Super Universe mode at the uh, Limit Break Radio Twitch stream Saturday afternoons at 4 o'clock. I've been your host, Chuck B, and it's been an honor and a pleasure to do another episode of the One Fall Show for you. Find me uh, on the Nerd Radio podcast, as Shawnee mentioned before, on the uh, Talk Horror to Me podcast, and find me on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash Chizuk. Have yourself a great week. Watch some wrestling. See if there's something in there you enjoy, and join us back here next week for another One Fall Show. Good, clean show, everybody. Yeah. That was good. I don't know how I'm going to follow up that Spin Doctors uh, thing. I think I'm going to give it a rest next week. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Please. I just don't know what to watch for. Listen, when I watch wrestling, I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember this stupid fact about the show because that could be a question, (laughs) right? And then you end up throwing some other stupid – I'm like – I'm glad there's not, you know, I'm glad right now that for the sake of this show, there's no audiences right now because otherwise you'd be like on AEW, what color shirt was the person in the third row (laughs) seat five wearing? Yeah, we're going to get a guitar, a guitar and a pole match. It's very exciting. (laughs) Looking forward to that. Almost got coal miner's glove on a pole. That stupid wheel would have worked. Oh my god! So it didn't look like they were like legitimately uh, spinning the wheel. That wheel was rigged as fuck. Oh, (laughs) dirty carnies, man! Can't trust them. Nope. Hey, does everyone know that I have a Patreon? Uh, (laughs) Send me money, and I'll send you stickers. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that. Shit, we keep forgetting to pl- plug the Patreon, don't we? I got to add that to the uh, list of shit.
I mean, it's really just there as a prop at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, but still, I mean, it, it becomes something it, once you push it enough that people actually pay attention to it. Just like having people email in for uh, to, to be a part of the show. Yeah. Which one of my friends was going to give the email to her friend who is really into wrestling, but I don't know what his qualifications are. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So you're ball in your court. If you want any help, let me know. All right. And, and going back briefly to uh, Justin's grievance about where questions come from. Um, I assume I'll, I'll be back to coming up with questions next week. I get a lot of my stuff from Bleacher Report and Cultaholic. So look there. Unless we have another crazy dinner debonair and it's right. another rat pack question. In in that case, I will always go uh, deep history on the rat pack on the wrestling show. So look, it's my fault. Look, we're we're a wrestling podcast. I thought if I watched wrestling, I would know the answers to the questions. <laughs> sure. Sure. As, we, as yeah. I think we're That's all aware. The game show part of it is it's almost uh it's it's, it's almost hell. secondary. It's just funny. Yeah. It's whose line is it anyways? Uh, but, yeah. but really, what it's about? Watch the wrestling you enjoy and have something to say about it every week, and you're golden. Sadly, I'm gonna now study. Uh, I'm gonna look up like all of Spin Doctor's like album names. And just, <laughs> just, just have them in 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 the back of my mind. Because you don't think I'll do the same? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Look, if, you know what? Uh, Tomorrow, next week, I'm gonna have Spin Doctor posters all right here. Forget all the sports <laughs> shit. I'm getting Spin Doctors in my room. Show, that would be so funny. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I checked out a Spin Doctors poster in the year 2020. Yeah, Amazon, really. I guarantee you. I, I guarantee you. Hold on. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah, we can probably you eBay that shit. Yeah, I had a hat from that concert. Yeah, a hat, and nice. And I, I left it at the. Uh, the, the Macomb uh, Mall movie theater when I saw the movie Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> That's a good one. Should ask a question about uh, Jack Lemon and uh, Walter Matthau. That, right. The kids would love that. They're talking nah. to be, if Walter Matthau was a wrestler, what would his gimmick be? The snah. <laughs> snah. Pour your, pour your bottom lip over your head and swallow. <laughs> <laughs> That's his finisher. <laughs> Who is this? In one file show housing from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County, produced a podcast of some sort. Miss Dan Housing must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housen's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast. Dan Housen does not know this. This is some... Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housen into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>